If you sweat in a sweater, are you now the sweater? Wow, I just did that. Now, don't go have a brain aneurysm or just thinking too hard about that. Here, I've got another one for you. Since we have fingertips but don't have toe tips, how can we still tip toe? Did I even say that right? I don't, I don't know. Am I trying too hard with this? Ah, it is what it is. Ah, ah, whoa, I just did it. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. Why am I starting off this episode like this? Why, like, what's the reason why am I doing this? Honestly, I wanted to go into this episode kind of with a lighthearted introduction because I feel like this episode is very important. I feel like it has to run along the lines of the injustice we are experiencing, we are seeing today, and how nothing has changed. So, let's get into it. Let me give you a few scenarios as I start this episode. Imagine you've been hit by a car and the driver steps out and asks, You good, man? Imagine you've been stabbed and the person who stabbed you asks, You good, man? Imagine you're attending your second week of online school with four tests, three quizzes, and over five homework assignments that need to be completed and the teacher asks, you good, man? Now, I don't know about you, but I pretty much triggered myself. I didn't mean to, but if I triggered you, I feel your pain. I know where you're coming from, but we're not really going to get into that. You good, man. That's what Rochester, New York officer, said to Daniel Prude, March 23rd, 2020. Let's get into it. Hi, Gen Z. It's Kayla Jackson here with your weekly dose of reality on Rising Elements. March 23rd, 2020. 3.16 a.m. in Rochester, New York. A man named Daniel Prude was encountered by Rochester police. Joe Prude, the brother of Daniel Prude, called 911 when his 41-year-old brother left his home in shorts and a white tank top. Joe Prude reportedly told 911 that his brother was in an erratic state. Others in the area also caught 911 when a man was seen attempting to break into cars and seen naked. As police arrived to the scene, they told Daniel Prude to get on the ground with his hands behind his back. 
Mr. Prude complied. Mr. Prude then began spitting and told the officers he had COVID-19. One officer proceeded to approach Junior Prude with the spitting hood. And we're going to pause right here. Just for a moment. Now, I know you guys are really, really smart. This isn't a pause to insult your intelligence, but just a little bit of background information on a spitting hood. Of course, it's in the name spitting hood. You know that this is used to prevent spit or other kind of fluids from transferring to others. And in this particular case, the spitting hood is used for people in custody who threaten or have already started to spit or bite officers. And according to CNN News, the article, here's what spit socks and spit hoods are and how the police use them by Jason Hanna. If a person is already in a mental health crisis or on drugs, which Mr. Prude was on PCP, which we will get later on in the episode, they're already a high risk rare. If that person begins to vomit, the hood should be removed immediately. Again, another topic we'll hit on further in the episode. Alrighty then. Back to where we were. 3.20 a.m. An officer tells Mr. Prude to stop spitting. The officer then puts Prude's head on the ground and holds it there, telling him to calm down. According to the New York Times article, Black Man Died of Suffocation After Officers Put Hood on Him by Troy Clawson. Wow. Calm down, right? Your head's being forced down. You are on PCP, which is a drug known as angel dust used for mind-altering effects, causing hallucinations, disoriented perceptions of sound, and violent behavior. No telling what this man is seeing On top of that, he has a spitting hood on his head and he is told to calm down as his head is being forced into the pavement. Prude stops talking by 321 and is only releasing soft whimpers. By 322, Prude is quiet. Officer asks, you good, man? You good, man, right? First, he, one of the officers says to calm down, then Prude ceased movement. And now the officer asks, you good, man? What were they expecting him to say? You're pushing his head down and you ask, you good man, how generous of you, officer. I'm all good down here. You have my head into the pavement, but I'm all good. 
Seven officers. One held Mr. Fruits back down with his knee. Another presses his head in the ground for two minutes. And the officer asked if he's good. Mr. Prude is mentally disturbed. And the hood placed over his head, forced face down on the ground. He's asked if he's good. He's puking water and ceased movement. And the bag is not removed. Instead, an officer says, ew, he's puking Nothing but water, man. Nothing but water. Mr. Prude was transported to the hospital, placed on life support. He died seven days later on March 30th. You good man. I'm still waiting for the logic of this situation. Going A day back, March 22nd, Mr. Prude was taken to the hospital, where he was undergoing a medical evaluation. Earlier that day, he was kicked off of a train of another mental disturbance. And it was said that Prude had lost his mom and his brother and began feeling suicidal. And a few hours of that medical evaluation, Mr. Prude left and went to go stay with his brother, Joe Prude. Joe Prude stated how many more brothers gotta die for society to understand that this needs to stop. Now, if you don't know, I'm gonna tell you this. Remember, this death occurred two months before the horrific death of George Floyd. And how many more brothers gotta die for society to understand that this needs to stop? Thursday, September 3rd, the seven officers involved in the murder of Daniel Prude were suspended. But wait, with pay. Six months later, these seven officers were suspended. A killing that took two minutes of a black, mentally ill man allowed six months before these officers were suspended. With pay, may I remind you. How generous, right? It's almost like a vacation. According to CNN, officers aren't properly trained with dealing with mentally ill Collins, and yet no training, no new law has been in effect to protect our mentally ill personnel. I'm still trying to figure out what they're waiting on. Are they waiting on another black person to be killed in the hands of dirty cops? Or for another mentally ill person to be poorly restrained? Here it is, Gen Z. We are not good. And if you are good with this situation, why are you good with this situation? We shouldn't be. 
as long as they continue to hurt and kill our people, we will not be good. Mental health is not something that should be ignored or forced into the pavement head first, only to be later asked, you good, man? We are not good. Until they change the way mental health is seen, we will not be good. Gen Z, we have to be aware of mental illnesses. Unafraid of the broken within our world. Because there is broken. And we see it. We see it. Now more than ever. We need to advocate for better. Advocate for change. For we are the brightest future for that change. For people like David, Daniel Prude. For people like us. And maybe, maybe when something change, maybe when we educate ourselves, maybe we'll be good then. Just maybe. And until then, rise on elements.